Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by Ascension Via Christi, Big Corner Creative, Donlinger Construction, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Eck Agency, Keystone Solid Surfaces, Mel Hambledon Ford, and by Pepsi. Jetcast here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. I am your host, as always, Jackson Schneider, voice of the Newman Jets. And today we've got a lot to get to. A uh, post-game recap episode of sorts. We'll get to hear from head baseball coach Drew Mouse, as well as Will Bombersbach, Jr. from the Jets baseball team. And uh, that all, all comes post-game after the midweek baseball home win over southeastern Oklahoma State. The Jets' offense exploded in that one for 13 runs. They limit the Savage Storm to just three runs on the day. They get that win in seven innings, and now they will head into a weekend MIAA series with Missouri Southern State, the number eight team right now in Division II college baseball. So a very, very big weekend series for the Jets, and we'll, we'll hear from Coach Mousa and Will Bombersbach again here in just a little bit. But what we'll also do is we'll talk some basketball. Final home games of the season for the Jets basketball program, so we'll visit with head women's coach Amy Briggs to preview the action and then talk to men's coach R.J. Allen as well. So you have that to look forward to here on episode 114. But as we always do, we're going to take a look first at the upcoming week in Newman Jets Athletics, And this all begins today, Thursday, with the men's and women's home basketball games, those final home games, as we just mentioned, hosting Missouri Western at 5.30 and 7.30 for the final time in Fugate Gym this season. And so you'll want to be sure to be there. We're also going to be celebrating homecoming with this contest. So a lot going on, a lot of fun festivities as part of these final home games of the season. Again, 5.30 and 7.30 p.m. here in Fugate Gym on uh, this Thursday, February 29th, this Leap Day contest for the Jets. Then we get into this weekend, and as we mentioned, baseball Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they will be on the road at Missouri Southern taking on the Lions in Joplin. Friday afternoon, the men's and women's tennis team will be hosting Kansas Wesleyan University at 2 o'clock in action Friday afternoon. Saturday, things get going uh, in a big way with tennis as they then host friends uh, at 1 o'clock on Saturday. So back-to-back days of competition for our tennis teams. And then also wrestling will be competing at the NCAA Super Regional number four in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, trying to book their tickets to 
the national tournament, which will again be hosted here in Wichita. So very exciting stuff there for the wrestling team. The men's and women's basketball team then on Saturday as well will be back in action for their final games of the season on the road in Edmond, Oklahoma, taking on Central Oklahoma, 1.30 and 3.30. And we'll have coverage available on the MIAA network in that one as well. And then again on Sunday as baseball wraps up their series in Joplin, that takes us into next week in early March. March uh, golf on the women's golf will be competing at the Diffie Ford Lincoln Invitational down in Edmond, Oklahoma as well, uh, hosted by Central Oklahoma. That is a two-day event, Monday and Tuesday. Uh, softball will be in action on Tuesday also. Playing host in a doubleheader to Northwestern Oklahoma State starting at 2 and 4 p.m. Meanwhile, in the same Complex just across the way at McCarthy Field. The baseball team will host that very same Northwestern Oklahoma State group and uh, take them on beginning at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and we'll have coverage of that as well on the MIAA network as well. So that gets us all the way back around to one week from now, and that is a look at the upcoming Newman Jets athletics calendar uh, as we often take a peek at that here on our first segment of the JetCast. But what we're going to do to start our show off today is recap again that big Jet baseball win from earlier this week as the Jets took down southeastern Oklahoma State 13-3 to at McCarthy Field. We'll hear first from head coach Drew Mouse and then followed up by hearing from junior catcher Will Bombersbach. That's next here on the JetCast on the Newman Jets Audio Network. From the moment you walk through the doors at Ascension Via Christi, you'll hear the sounds of hope, health, and strength. Because Ascension Via Christi is more than just hospitals, ERs, and clinics. Ascension Via Christi teams start by understanding you, your health, and your life to deliver the care that's right for you. Connected to a national network of care and the expertise of a wide range of doctors and specialists. Ascension Via Christi in Wichita. Listening to you, caring for you. Find a doctor online at healthcare.ascension.org. Join up... Above McCarthy Field now by head coach Drew Mouse, who will join us to recap a big Jets win. Coach, you told me before the game that uh, you thought you were going to have to outslug these guys today. And today you certainly did your part of, of the slugging, but the pitching staff did their job as well, holding them to just three runs in the seven innings. Felt like just a, an all-around good team win. Yeah, we, uh, we did a really good job. I thought Garrett... He walked the first batter on four pitches. Wasn't a great start to it. Um, but then, you know, we get a double play. Um, and then he got he, – he settled in there in the second and third innings and, and did a really good job of commanding the strike zone. I thought we did a really good job defensively. Um, I think we had three double plays today. Um, and then Nick Chasey did a really good job of just keeping balls on the infield and not, not allowing guys to go first to third. Um, and – and then, you know, we bring in a freshman, uh, Aiden Ray, for his, his first outing of the year, and he just he just fills up the strike zone, and, and the wind during BP is blowing straight out to center field, and by the fourth inning, it's, it's howling in from left field, and, you know, the type of game that you're playing changes when, when that wind shifts, and, and Aiden did a really good job of staying low in the zone and, and making them hit ground balls the entire time, and... Um, you know, we've we've talked to them, the pitchers, a lot about just throwing strikes the entire year. And if if you throw strikes and they and they hit you and you give up runs that way, like so be it. But um, just giving free base runners, it's hard to overcome that on the offensive side from us. 
the the few moments where that was happening, where there was, I think it was early in the game for for Garrett. I mean, it was the leadoff walk. There was a leadoff hit batter in the second inning. But how he was able to rally because of the the help from the defense and and kind of settling himself down from that. Do you th feel like it was easier for him, especially from the second inning on, for your pitchers as well, to kind of settle in because he had that early outburst of runs? I mean, does that help settle in a little bit? You, you would think so. Uh, you would think so. Uh, we, you know, we've struggled this year with, with leads. And, um, you know, after after Sunday's loss, and it was extremely disappointing, I, you know, I kind of just had a somber moment with them and, and told them, you know, at the very least, we're the most talented 2-14 and 14 team in the country. Um, and, you know, the moment we start, start commanding the zone and and you know continuing to score runs throughout the game you know our our it's going to flip for us and we we just have to keep persevering through that and um you know throwing strikes was was big i thought the garrett made a um you know a, a change oh my gosh yeah. It's affecting us inside, too. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we've been dealing with it just as much as you guys down on the field today. Uh, he made a mechanical change when in the second inning. He went from the windup to just going straight from the stretch, and I thought that that was big um, for him pitching the last two innings of his outing today. Now, you get the big midweek win. You get a couple of days to, to refocus before a big weekend road series in Joplin. What do you want to take from today and try to build forward into the weekend? Um. I, I've always said this. I, I don't know why. I don't think that we do anything much differently, but we've always been able to hit um, here, and it's been trying to get arms to throw strikes has been the biggest thing and, and be able to compete. Um, you know, I think this year, you know, we don't have a Jenner Steele and a Jake Angelico, but I think that 1 through 12 were more talented this year offensively than we were last year. And, trying to find at bats at times for guys you know will, will today um didn't get a lot of didn't get a chance this weekend really except for the home run where he pitched it on the on sunday mm -hmm. um and it's just hard because of all the positions that he plays that those guys are doing well and trying to get them in the lineup and um it, and then you have the wind affecting how how some of the games go so I think if, if we can continue to stay stay offensive and score runs, which we've been able to do, we've been cleaning up the defense a little bit. Um, <laughs> if we can continue to throw strikes, I, you know, we're going to be fine. And, and if we can continue to do that, I'm, I'm happy with the progress that we're making. All right. Well, Coach, congrats on the win today. I'll let you go get out of the win and relax a little bit. But, uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Hey boss, the backhoe was stolen from the valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah, uh, what am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit eckagency.com. All right, get our next guest on our post-game show, Will Bombersbach. And, man, you were swinging a heck of a bat today. I mean, it's, it's really tough to, to kind of get in a rhythm, you know, when, when you don't get to play, you know, full-time always because you got so many talented bats in your lineup. But you, you make the most of your, your opportunities this weekend and you get it to carry into today. How, I mean, tell me, what, what's working for you in your, your approach at the plate? Uh, honestly, just trusting trusting the process, trusting my work, that my preparation that I put into the game. I mean, 
Dalt and Garrett are two very talented catchers and honestly deserve every single bit of playing time they've gotten. And uh, just to come off, just to, you know, be in the lineup today and be able to help our guys win and, you know, put some good at-bats up there, it's, it was very special and I'm, I was very fortunate. Now, you know, hitting it, really playing in general and even doing an interview in the conditions today is no simple task. But, I mean, Coach was telling us that the wind was blowing out towards center in, in batting practice. It kind of flipped, and now it's blowing basically right at us now here throughout the, the rest of the game. Does that change your approach at the plate or, or what you're looking to do at all when you've got elements switching up like that? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely does. Uh, you want to you want to try to keep the ball low and try to hit line drives and, and uh, maybe not try to go so much for the long ball and, and ball, you know, good fly balls because they, they're just not going to go anywhere when the wind's blowing in and uh, doesn't matter how hard you hit them. So just trying to keep the ball low and try to keep it through the middle of the field to, to the opposite field. And that was really what I found success with today. It's definitely I, I noticed on your home run, I, I had said, I don't think that ball ever went any higher than 20 feet off the ground, but it was a bullet and a no doubter. Just a, the line drive approach paying off there and maybe getting a little help from the wind blowing out that way at that time. But how, how do you and your teammates build off of a game like this? I mean, you explode for 13 runs. The pitching staff pours on with allowing just three runs as well. It was a, a team effort. How do you build as a group into, you know, this weekend as you head to Joplin? Absolutely, and uh, like Coach Mouse just told uh, told you, just the pitchers got to continue to throw strikes and fill up the zone. And I believe if they do that, I mean the offense will will keep doing the same thing no matter what the conditions are, whether it's blowing straight in, blowing straight out. I mean we're we're uh, we're a really great offensive team, and just how the pitchers threw today, it was phenomenal. And just being able to back them up was just absolutely even better because I mean it just shows that we're we're trying to play a full game and as a team and as one group versus individuals, and, and we, we really did a good job of putting it together today. Awesome. Well, Will, congrats on the win today, man, and uh, best of luck this weekend. Hopefully some better conditions next time we see you. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Will Palmersbach here on our post-game show here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Dondlinger Construction is currently hiring qualified CDLA truck drivers, heavy equipment operators, and heavy civil concrete carpenters for projects in and around the Wichita metro area. Dondlinger Construction is employee-owned and offers competitive weekly pay and benefits. Quick start your new career and apply online at dondlinger.biz. That's D-O-N-D-L-I-N-G-E-R dot B-I-Z. Dondlinger Construction is an EEO-compliant employer. Veterans, women, and minorities encouraged to apply. Welcome back here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Jackson Schneider, pleased to be joined now over the phone by Newman Jets head women's basketball coach Amy Briggs. Coach, how are we doing today? I'm doing great today. How are you doing? I am doing well. Maybe my only complaint is the fact that it's maybe 30 degrees outside and it was almost 80 yesterday. So I'm kind of struggling with dealing with that. But other than that, I'm excited and ready for one more home game in Fugate. And I know you and the team are as well. Yeah, yeah, us too. Now let's let's talk about that game. I mean, you guys will be taking on the one of the top teams in the country, let alone the conference in Missouri Western, ranked 19th in the nation right now and playing really good basketball. So this last home game of the season is going to be one of the biggest tests. How do you take on this challenge? Oh, we're excited to you know have the opportunity to play such a such a talented team and. It's, a team that's done so well in the conference and just for us to see how much we've grown from last time we played them and, and, you know, they score the ball really well. So really trying to see and test our defense to kind of give us that 
that challenge and kind of see where our defense uh, compares and where we can continue to grow from. And you guys, again, continued to grow as well over this past weekend with two tough road contests. You go to Northeastern State and Rogers State, and you battled uh, in both of those games, but you come up just a bit short. Tell me, especially, I-, I would say, in that Northeastern State game, you guys played another very well-rounded game, gave yourself chances late in that contest to try and pull out the win. Where were you most impressed over the weekend, though, with uh, with your team's performance? I liked our, our defense, um, you know, when we went through spells where we just couldn't score and shots weren't falling, we continued to play hard on that end of the court. And I think that's that's really um, hard to do, especially when you don't see shots fall. You can get discouraged. But I thought our energy on the defensive end maintained throughout the whole game and just came up short on making a few, few plays late game um, scoring-wise to be able to put ourselves in a good position there. But Overall, the just the defensive end and understanding who we are guarding, we did a good job. Now, you know, defensively, again, those those strides have been there pretty much all season. Game over game, you just continue to get better and better. But, you know, specifically speaking, looking at some of the younger players that you've had, and, and we've talked about the youth in your group pretty much all season, the the biggest leader I felt in the defensive steps forward has been Delaney Wiley. I mean, she has been at the top of the conference in blocked shots. She does a great job rebounding. What does it mean to you to have a player like that to come off the bench and, and help in such big ways defensively? Yeah, I can't say enough good things about Delaney. I mean, she's been a, a sponge this year, just soaking up um, information and just continuing, you know, the more she's been able to play and even the second time around playing teams, she's kind of gotten to know their tendencies as well. And it's just nice to have a a good rim protector down there. You know, it makes for other teams, um, you know, understand that she uh, is capable of those, those blocks. And, you know, she just plays with, with a lot of energy, uh, you know, at all times, you know, running around. I mean, she goes from, from help, to helping someone else back to her girl and then getting the rebound. And she's grown a lot in the rebounding area as well, just going after the ball. And so she's just been very disruptive on on that end in a lot of ways. And so, you know, we're just happy with her development and how she'll just continue to grow and grow. And she, again, is not the only one who has taken those big strides. She's just one that I've always noticed how almost every single game she continues to get better. But there have been improvements really on everyone on the floor all season long. Looking at, at the team, though, as a whole, where do you feel like the biggest improvements have come specifically when you talk about the defense and the things that they're doing? What's maybe allowed them to take those strides as a team? Uh, defensively, just making every shot tough. You know, there's a lot of good players in the conference, so we talk about making sure we contest or give a late contest every single um, time we can, and we've definitely done that pretty well um, of learning, you know, how to do that and uh, cleaned up our our rebounding here and there as well and understanding, you know, how to go get the ball and then just being a team defense, you know, helping each other out and them learning each other too on who might need a little bit more help who might not need as much help in certain areas. So I think just that team chemistry defensively ha- has grown and then them obviously um, understanding our principles um, and kind of the kind of defense that, that we want to play in the future. 
Now, looking specifically at this weekend and what you have left in front of you, still two very exciting opportunities. As we touched on, you you have a stiff competition in Missouri Western for this final home game and the homecoming game here Thursday night, but also an opportunity on Saturday in central Oklahoma. But with these two games, where are you looking to see growth from your team in these final two games? I mean, the unfortunately, the possibility of getting to the postseason is, is gone now, but you still want to fight and see some improvement. Where where are you looking specifically to see the continued growth? Um, well, number one, we want to continue to play hard. You know, that's been something we've done pretty well all year and um, what other coaches have, have said about us. So we want to for sure um, continue to do that. But just to really um, lock in on the offensive end and, and step up, you know, every person that plays um, is capable of a lot and you know I'd love for them to be able to see what we see that they can do every day and for them to see it um, statistically you know and maybe hopefully uh, a win so uh, just kind of stepping up on offense of making the plays you know at this point they they know and this group's um, gotten more comfortable playing kind of without some of our injuries as well so just these last two games trying to put everything together just so that we can end on a really high note with our energy, our effort, um, having a good defensive game, and then, you know, seeing some of those shots go in that I know that we're capable of making. And I know we we had senior day already. We got to enjoy and celebrate Carissa Beck and Amaya Josie uh, with the senior day festivities a week or so ago. But with this being, you know, the final home game and the finality of it, how do you, you know, coach a player through that, that that final home game, the last chance that they have to tie it up and, and, and go give their all on their home floor? How do you coach a player through the emotions of a game like that? Um, yeah, we've kind of talked about it earlier this week and, you know, their biggest message and for them specifically is they're just thankful, you know, that they get to continue to play and that they have these two games and um, continuing to um, bring their teammates along. And, uh, you know, they, they know it's at the end, but they want to make sure that they continue to play hard and kind of establish, you know, that side that we want to continue to do. So uh, just telling them to relax, have fun enjoy the moment i mean we'll have our final home game so those home game routines and being able to play in that gym and then also you know one last road trip um you know you usually miss those road trips with your teammates and stuff so for them just being thankful and um, continuing just to enjoy every moment and every part of the game that they have left now, for you, as you approach the end of your first year as head coach, we've talked about what maybe you have learned more about yourself and about coaching, but I'm curious your impressions of, of this league and what you've learned from observing the other teams that you face and the other coaches in this very talented MIAA. Have, have you learned a lot from just observing some of the other teams that you face off against? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of great coaches, obviously, and there is a lot of talent. Um, and, you know, I think with me being able to have a group that can play for a couple of years, like some of the other teams, that'll help just build that, that chemistry and that offensive system, that defensive system and seeing how the best teams work, you know, um, that's why I'm thankful we, we do get to play um, those good teams, you know, twice sometimes just so we understand, you know, the physicality mm-hmm. Um but then also just kind of seeing what, what works, what doesn't work, and what can be successful in the MIAA and what we need to continue to do and what 
I need to continue to do to help us, you know, continue to grow. Now that you you approach, you know, the the conclusion of this season, what what's maybe your goal for the next steps as you head into the the off season here in the next couple of weeks, and you want to continue improving yourself as a coach, the players around you. What's the goal for the next you know steps as a team? Yeah, so um, you know, for me personally, just continuing to talk to other coaches. Um, I have a good network of coaches and talking to them about their season, my season, and, um, you know, getting some of their advice, you know, on, on what to do and uh, just continuing to grow. I mean, watching a lot of March Madness basketball, I love to, to watch the game. I mean, I'll watch our conference tournament. I'll watch the national tournament, kind of seeing what the best teams do and how they present themselves on the court and kind of seeing what will fit our team, you know, in the future. And then individually with our team, I mean, they get two weeks off, uh, which will be great. And then after that, basically um, just continuing to get better on the court on kind of one-on-one individual workouts, preparing them for summer when they go home. Uh, they'll know kind of what they need to do, what they need to continue to work on. So postseason's just great overall for overall development and, again, like teaching them new new skills and also breaking down other skills and getting them to play and um, it's just a really good time for all that all right coach and the last question I have for you as always one final time this year what are the keys to the win Thursday night against Missouri Western our transition defense will be big Missouri Western plays fast their posts run fast their guards sprint Um, so for us we need to make sure we're getting back and contesting um, every shot that they take. And um, if we have that that effort, we'll put ourselves in a good position. All right, Coach. Thank you so much again for the time, not just today, but all season long. It's been a blast to get to know you and this team and look forward to one more home game Thursday night. Yep, I appreciate everything you do. Thank you. Amy Briggs, head coach of your Newman Jets. We'll take a quick time out and be back with more right after this on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Let's face it, it's been a while since you updated your kitchen and bathroom. And while they fit your style when your house was built, styles change. Or maybe the space just isn't fitting your current needs. That's where Keystone Solid Surfaces comes in. Keystone is the premier fabricator and installer of quartz, granite, and solid surfaces in Kansas. And with their huge brand new showroom at 1655 North Wabash in Wichita, providing the perfect inspiration, the possibilities are truly endless. That's why when it's time for an upgrade, the key is Keystone. KeystoneSolidSurfaces.com or find great specials on Facebook. Welcome back here in on the Newman Jets audio network. Jackson Schneider, pleased to be joined over the phone now by Newman Jets head men's basketball coach, R.J. Allen. Coach, how are we doing today? Doing well, Jackson. Good to hear always, Coach. Uh, It's been a little bit since we last saw you guys went back out onto the road this past weekend and and went made the Oklahoma swing. A couple of tight contests with Northeastern State and Rogers State. A couple of of tough places to play as well. You know, now that you've had a couple of days to to look back at those performances, how do you feel about the road contests? Yeah, obviously that they... uh... I would agree with you 100%. Two difficult places to play. Um, you know, looking back Thursday night at Northeastern State, a uh, little disappointed with our start um, as a unit. Like, just I uh, felt like we started slow, but as the game went on, we kind of we, we kind of 
we, we found our footing. Uh, we started to execute a little better, made some shots, uh, didn't, didn't quite defend it uh, to the level that we needed to, to, to win the game on the road. But we were able to kind of, you know, scratch and claw and get back into the game and, and, and make it a, a close contest. And just we couldn't overcome that start. Um, you know, we felt like as a staff, as a team, that start was, was uh, we dug ourselves too big of a hole um, to try to creep out of there. And then we, uh, we, we moved on to, to Rogers that Saturday. And, and uh, you know, for half, I, I honestly felt like that was our best, half of basketball that first half that we've probably played since the beginning of the new year um you know we we shot a high percentage uh we defended uh we protected three-point line we rebounded the basketball um you know and it was just a tale of two halves it was to the contrary the second half and so ultimately we allow them to get back into the game and, and build some momentum at home and, uh, you know, unable to, to close it out. So, you know, I'm pleased with, with how they competed, uh, disappointed in, in the outcomes, but this is a group that's still fighting and competing and playing extremely hard. So I'm very proud of them for that. Yeah, certainly a couple of very tough battles, and, and they certainly did not bow down to a, either of those tasks. But now you have to bounce back, and, and with just two games left this weekend on the schedule, two opportunities to grab a couple of wins and head into you know the offseason with positive momentum as this team continues to grow and, and build. But the first test is Missouri Western, a team that has struggled in their own right here over the last couple of weeks after a very good start to the season. What do you see in the Griffins in terms of the, the task that will be faced up against on Thursday night? Yeah, you know, this is, um, you know, they're still a good basketball team. And that's just, that's our league. Like, you can you can lose six in a row and, and, and not necessarily be playing bad basketball. It's just, it's, it's that time of the year. And I think they're kind of in a similar situation where, um, you know, there was a point in time in the year early on that they were, they were playing terrific basketball and they kind of you know hit a, hit a skid here as of late but they're still a really good team they're, they're physical um they're probably one of the bigger teams in the league top to bottom just on the perimeter and, and what they do inside and so uh you know we we have to do a great job on the glass as of always we got to match their physicality um you know and we just can't let guys like like reese clover get going um, you know, Julius Dixon, we got to do a good job on those guys and, and Swader, uh, the point guard kid is a nice player and just make sure that we can keep the ball out of the paint. Um, don't lose shooters in transition, uh, and re- box, box out and rebound the basketball. Looking back at the, the first matchup with the Griffins, that was a, a really tough outing. And, you know, speaking of tough places to play, St. Joe is, is up on that list, certainly. Uh, but they got you pretty good in that game with a huge first half, especially. And they just kind of built upon that in the second half. What do you have to do to avoid a, a start like that and try to create a, a first half like you did in Claremore against Rogers State this past weekend? Yeah, it was, um, you know, we did not play well there at all and and um you know they they just did a great job uh first time around of just really taking advantage they made shots they 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 shot the ball extremely well uh that night as i remember and you know we we just we did a poor job offensively executing so we've kind of identified some things that we want to try to do differently um this time around and, and 
and, you know, make them have to do a better job of guarding us in the half court. I thought our shot selection in the first game contributed to that, that big first half lead where, you know, we, we were, we were, we were playing at a tempo that we'd like, um, but we just weren't generating the type of shots that we like. And hopefully that makes sense. And so, we were we we must do a better job of that and being more patient um, on the offensive end and, and and make them have to guard us a little bit and try to try to control the tempo and get it to a style in which we're comfortable playing, um, you know, and just just go from there. Now, with this being the the final home game of the season, you know, we we already have celebrated Senior Day last week, but. You know, with it being the last home game, you know, there's some finality to it for, for these seniors. And, and the last time they'll have a chance to play in Fugate and, and enjoy, you, you know, the, the unique atmosphere that we can create in that gym one more time. How do you coach a player through the emotions of a game like that? And, you know, the, the final home game, because I know that's that's a lot to kind of deal with. And on top of having to play against a really good opponent. Yeah, you want to try to spin it to where it is a, um, you know, fuel to the fire, I guess you would say. Um, you know, this is this is the last time that, you know, a handful of these guys will, will get an opportunity to play in front of, uh, you know, these fans and, and inside the, this this building. And we want to make sure that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're locked in, we're executing, um, we're playing for each other, that we can do everything in our in our uh, abilities to send them out the right way and and that's the message to the guys and that's the message in this preparation and you know the group has done a good job like we we have high character kids we got good people in our program um, coaches have been tremendous through this stretch of just making sure that we stay status quo and that we continue um, to do what we do as we've done all year long and that the guys continue to compete to the best of their abilities and so um, like I said earlier I'm, I'm pleased with with how they've gone about that and we have one more opportunity here in Wichita uh, to continue that to, to, to try to go win a basketball game. Now on the, the flip side of that you know we get to the tail end of, of a year here and we start to kind of look ahead to the future a little bit with the young pieces that we've gotten to know so much over the course of this year. Some of these young guys like Kaysen Fisher-Brown and Devin Walker and Zach Spitzer, just to name a couple. I'm curious your impressions of how those youngsters have grown and developed over the course of their first year in the program. Yeah, you know, all those guys have been thrown into the fire. And so, um, you know, moving forward as we as we get closer to, to the offseason, uh, You've you got a handful of guys that, that have a little bit of experience. You know, they got a year of college basketball under the belt. Um, they, they understand the physicality and, and the venues that they're getting ready to walk into uh, a year from now. And so you, uh, you want to use that in the offseason as, as, as just motivation and, and continue to challenge the young guys to, you know, try to take their their games individually and, and our program collectively to the next level and just and it's everything that you do it, it'll start you know after spring break when they when they come back and, and the weight training program and, and how they go about that and then into the summer and how they're taking care of themselves and their bodies and and, and working on their individual skills and abilities and so it's just there's nothing like experience and and having to go through it as freshmen and kind of learn. And so 
they use that as, as confidence and as a teacher, um, you know, to help them this off season and then into the fall uh, of just kind of being the, you know, the guy that is, is promoting, you know, what we want as coaches, the, the new guys to, to, to understand. Well, coaches, as we look towards this, again, this weekend and, and the final two games, what's maybe the biggest area you want your team to focus on execution-wise just to continue developing this team? I know you only have so many minutes left of the year, but you still want to continue to battle and, and keep improving. What do you want to see out of this group of yours? Yeah, we just want to continue to, to play extremely hard. Like, control what you can control. That's your effort. That's your attitude. That's your mindset. Um, you know, that that's that's the big part right now. And that's that's the message that they're hearing every single day. Control what you can control. And, and that's the focus. And, and if your mindset's right, uh, your energy level's right, your, your enthusiasm is right, uh, you know, the execution will fall into place. But we feel like... You, you know, the, the controllables, what you're able to control, um, you, you have to have that understanding. Um, you have to be in the right mind frame for, you know, the other pieces to kind of fall into place. And so that's what I want to see our team uh, continue to to focus on, um, you know, over these, these this, this practice and, and this weekend and these last two games and, and, and just go from there. All right, and Coach, as I've asked you what seems like dozens of times over the course of the season, now I'll ask you one more time as we wrap up the home schedule, what are the keys to the win on Thursday night? Well, we gotta we got to locate shooters. Um, we got to locate shooters. Can't let Reese Glover, um, you know, tear us apart, and, and we got to do a good job. Uh, we got to do a great job of controlling the tempo. Then we have to keep the ball out of the paint box out, rebound, uh, and then ultimately make shots and play with great energy and enthusiasm. All right, Coach. Thank you so much for the time, not only today, but all season long. It's been a blast for me to get to know you and this team over the course of the year, but look forward to letting it go one more time in Fugate. All right. Thank you, Jackson. I appreciate you. R.J. Allen, head coach of your Newman Jets. We'll take a quick break and be back with more right after this here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. The Newman Jets are now full members of the MIAA. Now, we need your full support. Help the Jets soar by joining the Aviator Club, Newman's premier level of athletic support. Your assistance directly impacts student-athletes and can be designated for facilities, uniforms, media coverage, or your favorite team. Receive exclusive benefits and support the Navy in red at newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. That's newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. Or call 316-942-4291 and ask for athletics. Final segment of our JetCast this week here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. I am Jackson Schneider, and this has been a blast to be your pilot, so to speak, through the JetCast all year long. And it continues into the spring in a big way moving forward. But as basketball begins to wrap up, it's, uh, it's closing one chapter to open another. So I want to say thank you real quick to both RJ Allen and Amy Briggs, as well as the student-athletes of the men's and women's basketball programs who have joined us on the show over the last several weeks of their season. It's been a blast to follow them and get to know them just a little bit 
bit better every single week and, and to get involved with this program. And boy, it's been a fun journey. But uh, it's, I look forward to the final home games of the season to enjoy Fugate Gymnasium one more time this season. And I hope you will join us as well. Thursday night, February 29th, Leap Day, homecoming in the final home games of the season for our Jets. Women at 5.30, men to follow at 7. It's going to be a blast. But I understand if you can't get there, you can always tune in. We'll have coverage on the MIAA network with video and, of course, our free audio stream here on the Newman Jets audio network as well. I'll bring you the play-by-play of those contests on Thursday night. So very much looking forward to one more home basketball game. But in the meantime, if you missed anything, make sure to subscribe today, newmanjets.com slash podcast. We're available wherever you get your podcast. And I know some of you have voiced concerns. We've had some hiccups technologically of late, but guess what? We've been working with our great partners at Sidearm who help to run our website at Sidearm Sports. Um, they have worked tirelessly to help us resolve those problems, and we will be Good to go moving forward. So uh, be sure to, again, go to newmanjets.com slash podcast, subscribe, get it sent right to you, know exactly when those new Jetcasts pop up, and you can tune in immediately. So get that done today, newmanjets.com slash podcast, and you'll be ready and rolling for next week's episode, which will be one fifteen of the show. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you to Drew Mouse and Will Bombersbach for spending time with us after their win the other day, as well as uh, Coach RJ Allen and Coach Amy Briggs. Uh, as always, we'll see you next time. This has been the JetCast on the Newman Jets Audio Network.